0: You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Dr. Josh Schaefer. Doctor. So you've gone from lawyer to, like, lord to doctor now. Mm-hmm. In the span of, what, like, a couple minutes. weeks? <laughs> did you did you do one of those uh, uh, send-away-for-your-diploma things or get your degree? You can major in business management or lordship. I've already been sucked into one of those. <laughs> Still paying it off right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So why Doctor? Dr. Emmett Brown. Ah, you want to talk about Back to the Future, do yeah. you? Well, it is an interesting thing to discuss with Back to the Future. Is like, I'm thinking about it, since you mentioned that you wanted to talk about this movie. And I can't think of a more successful time travel franchise. Because like, you, know, you, have, you no. have successful single movies that are about time travel none of which are specifically coming to mind right at this particular <laughs> juncture like thought back to the few the only other one i can think of is basically another film in the same genre which is bill and ted's excellent adventure yeah. um but you don't get a lot of movies that are about time travel that actually get a series of movies cuz you know it's like once you've done the time travel the time travel resolves itself and then suddenly you're done yeah. like the only other one i can think of that's a series is the two bill and ted movies And the second one's really not even about time travel. They time travel for a little bit. Like, at the very end. But most of the movie is about, like, traveling to heaven and hell and interspace and stuff like that. Yeah. Station. Station. What other, like... Can you think of any other movies that do time travel more than once in a series? No. No.
1: Hmm. No. So... And not only In that, of but... Mind. I'm sure there's something really obvious...
0: Yeah, that we're just not thinking about. Planet of the Apes is kind of time-travel-y. Well, I mean, that's fair, but you don't really realize it until, like, the end of the movie. And then the second movie doesn't address it. And it's only the third movie that also uses it. The rest of it's just, like, about the consequences of it. Yeah, yeah. so... And the new movies don't even address it. So it's it's very rare that time travel is the main concept of a movie and is repeated... Throughout the series, and Back to the Future is the only one that I can think of that really does it. It's Looper. Looper's one movie. Yeah. Yeah. Looper is a fantastic movie, don't get me wrong. It's a really great time travel movie, but yeah, Back to the Future. I mean, like the other ones that were really about it, like Butterfly Effect, they're loosely related movies that aren't about it, and only one of them was released in theaters. But back a to the Tom you, Cruise movie, Live Die Repeat, or whatever. Or, if it gets a sequel, yeah. Right now it hasn't, and is that really a time travel movie? It's no, more of a Groundhog Day movie. Yeah, it's more Groundhog Day. Yeah,
1: right. does Groundhog Day count as a time travel movie? No,
0: time loop movies are a different thing. It's it's an outside force causing them to time loop, uh, and it's against their will. Time travel, specifically, I have a machine or something that allows me gotcha. to go back before even my day has started, like go back into the 1950s in the case of Back to the Future. So. It's interesting to me in that respect. So let's talk back to the future then. Obviously, there's only one good movie in the series. Uh, no. (laughs) I will. I love all three of them.
1: Okay. But, I mean, I I can't understand why the third one is people's least favorite movie.
0: I hate the second one. The second one I hate so much. And while I think the third one is good, the third one is a sequel to the second one. Like, the... the the two sequels to the original movie feel like they're a different continuity to the original movie. Because, you know, the first one's about Marty McFly accidentally time traveling back in time and having to deal with the consequences of his existence in the past on his parents' lives and changing everything about it. And then basically it's a closed se- sequence that just resolves itself. There was an obvious one Terminator. Oh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> That's so a time dumb. travel movie.
1: Although, I don't really think of it as a time travel Well, movie, that's because though.
0: the main characters aren't the ones time traveling.
1: Yeah, it's the robots.
0: Yeah, time travel is the, the mechanic around them. Yeah.
1: So I don't really... I don't know. That's that's with an asterisk in the it time...
0: It is. It is. Anyway, so the first movie feels like a separate entity, because the Marty McFly that's in that movie is different from the Marty that's in the second and third movies, because the, the, the one guy... He doesn't have any problem with people calling him a coward, and he doesn't care about certain things. And then suddenly he becomes like an MRA rageaholic.
1: No, he's. <laughs> I think he had that issue the entire time, but I think he that didn't. was. I think that was part of the. Oh, I, didn't he have the nobody calls me chicken in
0: all three of the Started movies? Started in the second movie. You sure? Yes. I don't know. It's a character flaw they introduced in the second movie to have a carry through growth moment for him, but it wasn't in the first movie. Hmm. And that's my problem. Is like it feels like a different version of his character. Everything else around him feels great, but it's like we're get like it's almost like if you look at it this way, when you look at time travel, a character travels, comes back and f- f- sees the consequences of their time traveling. From that point forward when it's a closed loop, you have to assume the next version of him to travel is a different version of the character, one who's grown up with the events as it was. So it almost feels like the Marty McFly from the first movie no longer exists by the time the second movie rolls around. We're on the second loop for him, and we're getting a different version of Marty with new character flaws introduced because of the whole time travel shenanigans of the first movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the... It, it's clearly, I not want to say Shakespearean because I feel
0: like it's not... <laughs> I don't right. think that's the right term at all.
1: Well, in, in the fact that it's a story divided into three arcs, and or three only the, acts. F- only
0: the first one was planned originally,
1: with a different actor, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean there's definitely character growth throughout the trilogy. There is. And I think the the main I don't want to say main the big purpose for the Back to the Future franchise is I don't know, it's kind of like a muddled thing because it's like, you know, you're the, the Terminator, you know, the future is what you make type of thing. Uh-huh. But then it's like my life sucked, but then I went back in time and fixed some stuff that I didn't really know, and butterfly effect my family to being rich and not weird and creepy.
0: Yeah, except he does that, and then he immediately leaves again, and doesn't even get to reap the benefits of it. Not until the third movie. No, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a strange arc that his family goes through, that like he seems almost untouched by for the most part. Yeah, yeah, and. Especially once you get into that weird Trumpian like middle sequence of the second movie. Oh, so real now. <laughs> I know. Biff oh, Tannen I know. as president's creepy. <laughs> More or less president. Yeah. 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 Wasn't he mayor? He was mayor. Yeah. But. So.
1: but I mean, fantastic job in his acting. Like I know you don't like the second movie. I don't. And there there are problems with it. It's weird that you know it's. His, their future in the 80s is now our
0: past at this point. I think. Yeah, I had a Facebook group for the longest time celebrating when Marty McFly finally made it to the future. Yeah, and that's three years in the past mm-hmm. at this point.
1: And which yeah. is kind of it's weird to think that society hasn't really progressed as.
0: Where's my flying car? Where's my hover? Uh, yeah, my hoverboards.
1: Like, especially with like social issues, you know, like in the 80s, because it was kind of a. You know, as hollywood usually is a little i want to say social justicey but
0: it was a, it was very much an 80s pastiche for yes. the most part it uh, it's it's the future as filtered through what the 80s thinks the future is going to be yeah yeah and it's like some of it's kind of a uh, like that the, it, i would say that the the future portion of back to the future 2 is the part that's aged the least well yes and i think yeah. that's
1: where the the issue is because when i watch it now i'm like okay yeah we barely have self-driving cars like yeah we don't have holograms I, actually most people think holograms are kind of lame maybe now.
0: maybe that's just another butterfly effect of um marty mcfly doing the time travel loop the first time around we're on an alternate timeline from where we are right now and he's in one where everything happens maybe we're just living in the one where biff tannen got the Sports Almanac and we. Oh we, shit! <laughs> that, that explains a lot. That explains bit. a lot right there. Yeah, I, the second one I don't like. I don't like it for a number of reasons. The first of is, is, of course, at this point, the fact that it does it has not aged well. And I think even within like five years of when that movie came out, it was pretty clear it was not going to age oh, well. Yeah. yeah, but it's also it's okay. So here's a big flaw with the movie that I've never been able to get past. Old Biff. Travels back in time, gives young Biff the sports almanac. He then travels forward in time with young Biff having sports almanac and already being able to do stuff. And when he gets to the future, it's the same future he left. Yeah, that's... When the when Marty McFly and Doc then travel back in time, time has already resolved itself. And they never once introduced a mechanic saying it takes time for... Well, the if, you th-
1: if you think about it though, Marty and Doc go back in time and stop from that from happening. Yeah,
0: but they if that was the case, they should the, it's the timeline a, it's doesn't a plot work. Hole. The timeline doesn't work. They should they should either have already started seeing the the future slowly shift around them like the ghost picture of yeah. Marty in the first movie or it should have immediately resolved around them. And they shouldn't even realize they're in the wrong timeline. They should just, like, it should be an alternate version of them trying to figure out what the hell happened.
1: So I, th- I think they have a very small scene where they try to do that. Because I think there's a scene when Marty and Doc first meet up each o- with each other in the second one. Yeah. And Doc explains, like, this is the normal timeline. And the, he's like, we're on this alternate that's, timeline. That's about
0: the midway point after they realize everything's yep. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't explain it very well. And it doesn't really hold up with the mechanics they've already introduced. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that that was just kind of like a everything they, that's different is alternate. They they're they're trying to band-aid over a flaw that they just can't explain away. Yeah. Whereas there are a number of ways they could have started the movie where Doc and Marty just wake up in the wrong timeline, immune to the changes because they're already time travelers, and like they have to figure out what happened from the go. Yeah. That could have been an interesting plotline on its own. But it's like, even if you make them immune, they shouldn't just. N- st- still exist in the future timeline that no longer exists, like, when the change happens. Well, I mean, if
1: you you think about it, too, like, back to your... to to kind of throw your own point in your face, I guess. But Biff, when he travels back in time, because of time traveler... Uh Uh-huh. So, there's nothing saying that the future didn't happen, and when he comes back, you know, like, when Marty goes back and forth through the future... I have no
0: problem with him traveling, and Marty and Doc necessarily remaining in the old timeline. That's one thing. Like, they're in the future uh where that biff left. But once he makes a change in the past as happened with Marty and Doc when in the first movie and Mar- and then he travels back to the future, Biff should exist in a different timeline without the original prime Doc and Marty. They should be in one trapped off timeline and Biff should exist should now be in a future where he won.
1: No, no, but if he when he travels back though, no there's nothing saying that that's not the new timeline because well, Biff. he doesn't
0: make the timeline until he travels back. What what I'm saying is, like, you've got a fork, and Doc and Marty exist on one time, and or if you want to use the Discworld term, the Trousers of Time, <laughs> or Trousers of Causality. They exist in one leg. Biff travels back to the crotch, and by changing a time, by changing a single thing, he moves on a different leg of the trousers, and he should exist somewhere else from where Doc and Marty are at. Yeah. So Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so either time has to resolve automatically around them, or he can't travel back to where they're at. But he travels on the same leg when he shouldn't be able to. And that's the flaw I have with it, and that's what ruins the movie for me. Oh. Plus, the issues with Marty being a different character and everything else, and yada, yada, yada. I don't,
1: I don't really see the different character thing, because I think he had kind of a, a don't-back-down attitude kind of in the first movie. He really didn't.
0: I, mean, I will have to go back and watch them again, but the last time I watched them, I was looking for it and he was just a different character.
1: I, I think that they definitely played up the Nobody Calls Me a Chicken thing. Um And I think I was actually thinking about uh the 1950s scene in Back to the Future 2 when with that, but I mean he still kind of had a
0: He really didn't though, because like when um Biff like confronts him at the car where he's hanging out with his mom initially and he's expecting george to be there in the first movie he backs down and he's very passive in comparison and everything else but the marty we see in the second movie in no way shape or form would have had that same reaction like it's a it feels like a different character i mean tra- time
1: travel's a bitch i'm just saying but i mean so. he he kind of found himself through that character arc in the first movie though so I mean I'm not trying to be like a character flaw apologist
0: but <laughs> but <laughs> Marty Wright's activist. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean he he
1: did go through some stuff and you saw his like courageous behavior like when he
0: jumps in front of the car to save his dad and Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he's But a, that's that's different from him being a coward, like a guy who refuses to let people call him a coward. Like it's a it's a different character flaw there that doesn't show up until the second movie and then doesn't resolve itself until the third movie.
1: Yeah. And I will say too, that thinking about it, that the one thing that's always kind of bugged me was how he kind of had that personification of, you know, I'm, I'm courageous and whatnot. And having kind of a weak willed dad, maybe gave him a complex for it. So I can explain that part of the character away a little bit, but that doesn't explain how, He's afraid to send his band tape in and all this other stuff. It, that kind of voice.
0: Yeah, there's 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 some flaws there. Yeah. Especially when you try and align the character from the first movie to how he then gets represented in the second and third. So the second one doesn't work for me. But I do enjoy the third one for yeah, what it is. Which is a lot of people hate it. Yeah, and you know the thing is the fact because it decides to avoid the 1950s and it doesn't rehash the this, this first movie like the second one does. And does a lot of other stuff. There's There's some flaws with the third movie. Like Doc Brown gets an unnecessary love interest that just doesn't yeah. work for me at all, but he like the on the whole, that portion of the trilogy has aged a lot better. It, I also love Westerns. so yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it, it doesn't have that innate 80s feel that the first movie does. Yeah. And that weirdly future 80s thing that all time travel '80 80s... Like, if you watch a time-travel movie from the 1970s or a movie that's futuristic but was mm-hmm. filmed in the 1970s, like Future World, it's, uh, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the future. It feels like you're playing around in what Disney feels like the future was going to be when it designed it in the 1950s. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. But the Western portion of back to the future three has aged really well because yeah. it's already so far removed in the past for us that they got to just play with different tropes and a whole different storytelling style. And it just, it works. It works yeah. in a way that the second movie just doesn't work for me. No.
1: And the the, the only part, like my biggest pet peeve with the, uh, third movie. And I know it's minor is when doc Brown from the fifties sends him back to the 1800s. Yeah. And, uh, he dresses them up as like that weird atomic cowboy
0: Atomic thing. cowboy, yeah. And it's like, he would know better, I feel like. He should know. Be- I mean, Westerns were very popular in that yeah. era. You would think you would know better. Yeah. yeah. So, that, that was my biggest qualm with it. Yeah, it's it's a dumb gag that doesn't play. And there's a few little gags that don't play like that. Michael J. Fox's terrible Irishman impression. Oh God, that one's so bad. It was so cringy. Well, and, like, the, there's the thing of why did Doc have to go through all that effort with the train and getting Marty into the future using, like, that as their speed thing? When clearly if they just just it a little more time, he really could have invented the time travel device. He swears up and down he can't do it, and then, like, seven years later he's done it. Mm-hmm. Like, really, you couldn't just apply yourself for 15 minutes and think on this. You're obviously a brilliant genius. You should be able to figure out how to, like, make a time travel yeah. device. And, and it's steam-powered. Yeah. Like, and flies. <laughs> well, I mean, they had flying cars, so he had that technology. He had already. to have a flying train. He just had to have a flying train.
1: Yeah, and who's to say he didn't stop, make a couple stops in the future and just steal stuff?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but that's... St- he still managed to make a time travel device with 1800s technology. Yeah. So yeah yeah so there there, there are there are a couple flaws but on the whole i like the third one much better than the second one yeah the
1: second one's always the letdown there's a couple of good scenes i like in it in it and it's good setup for the third movie but some of it's just most of like the alternate 1980s stuff i could do without i thought it was a little too over the top
0: yeah yeah the the the, the dark the dark trump f- present or whatever yeah like yeah. i, I it's don't a bit know much yeah it is a bit much I mean, it's acted well for what it was, but it's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. But then the movie, that's just the movie basically spending its time spinning its wheels and re-commenting on itself because it already got to reinvent the 80s once, so they Mm -hmm. felt like reinventing it again before Mm -hmm. going back and reinventing the 1950s. Like, So I don't know how much you've done with the extended universe of Back to the Future.
1: I played the Telltale. Did you? Did you play through
0: it? Yeah. How was it? Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. I saw it and I thought like, the voice actor that they got to replace Marty McFly was good. Yeah, he did he a good did. job. Yeah. He did a good job, and obviously they got back uh, Christopher Lloyd for uh, Doc Brown, and he's always good. But it just it didn't feel like Back to the Future to me. No,
1: it, it felt like Marty was a little too dopey. Yeah. And it's like, what's the door? Type stuff. And I don't know, it just it didn't really hook me. Like well, I, I didn't play too far into it because I got distracted and...
0: Well, it's just a thing of like, it's an adventure game. So it's automatically a weird collect-a-thon with puzzles. And yeah. that doesn't feel like Back to the Future. No. Back to the Future is comedic and direct. Yeah, There's a problem. We automatically know the solution. Let's just go solve it. And going around and collecting items and wandering through random versions of Hill Valley just didn't work for me.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, it was okay for what it was, but I wouldn't tell people to play it or yeah. anything. No. And what about the cartoon? I know uh. I watched the cartoon. I I watched it when I was a kid, and I and remember yeah. I I loved it when I was a kid. I remember I think it was Burger King had a had their kids meal yeah thing for a while. I had all their toys like I was obsessed. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I tried to rewatch some of the episodes.
0: Yeah, no. no. you can't no. revisit stuff like that.
1: I, Real Part, Ghostbusters is still super. I mean, I've, first two seasons.
0: Yeah, first two. Seasons.
1: When Dave Coulier shows up, it's
0: oh well, yeah, he Dave Coulier ruins everything. Hashtag Full House. <laughs> <laughs> Also, poor Aunt Becky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I don't feel bad for her at all about that. No. No. So what do you think about the fact that they're trying to remake or make a new Back to the Future, like a whole new continuity? Because obviously Michael J. Fox at this point can't come back for Mm -hmm. it. Well,
1: I mean, I'm I actually don't mind remakes or reboots as long as they do the original core ideals of the story justice. Because like I was kind of saying before, the there was some like slight nods towards like how racist the 1950s were.
0: They made some, they, they did actually do a little commentary. Yeah.
1: And and it was like on the, on the underhand, like, I mean, for a 1980s movie, they tackled rape, you know, like that's there's movies that are made now that don't do that. Yeah. I mean, um, and I think that in today's climate, it might not be a terrible thing. To have something that's kind of lighthearted that has those slight undertones. Because if you think about it, our society hasn't really progressed much from 1950.
0: Yeah, we have better technology and whatnot, but... Well, every time it feels like we make a step forward, then we see some awful crap like the last couple of years (laughs) that make you realize, wow, in some respects we aren't doing that much better.
1: No, it's just people don't look at it, you know, they're like, well, I haven't seen a racist person, so they must not exist. Yeah yeah so like i'd I'd be curious like honestly and i know that i i kind of want to see it done through a more
0: ethnic perspective i guess because is this just so you can work in a the the cleveland show joke black to the future yes (laughs) (laughs) thanks for ruining the joke no i saw that coming i just i couldn't help it
1: But yeah, I mean, like
0: in—I mean, I certainly, I certainly don't see a problem with recast. I mean, if you filmed it in the modern era, yep, and you said, okay, Marty McFly is going to jump thirty years in the past from today, then it would be nineteen eighty-eight, and the whole concept of the movie is different because the racism issues are very different in the eighties than they were today.
1: I mean, even if you do, like, you could do the AIDS crisis instead. That just sounds
0: depressing.
1: I mean, racism's depressing.
0: (laughs) Wow. I don't don't know what you could tackle with it. It's just, you wouldn't be able to do it, like, you clearly, if you said it now and then did 30 years into the past for the 80s, just by that fact alone, you couldn't do shot for shot remake. No. There's no way way. you can do it. Like, just Marty going back in time and playing rock music isn't going to play the same in the 80s as it does now. No. He, he could probably introduce grunge music to them a few years <laughs> early, but that's about Speed it. Speed metal, yeah. Like I, I know you guys haven't heard of Skrillex, but when you do, <laughs>
1: oh, dubstep. Just wait for
0: the drop. What's the
1: drop? <laughs> It'll happen. You'll
0: be waiting thirty years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if you if you did like a. Of rap, the rap perspective. I know rap was around in the 80s. 1975 but, in yeah. Brooklyn.
0: I just watched an episode of Patriot Act that covered that. Oh, cool. Yeah, Or Brooklyn or Queens. It was one of the two. Now, I don't come from New York. New so York. I don't know what the difference is. One of the boroughs. <laughs> but not the Upper West Side. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm. No. But yeah, I mean, you'd have to change a lot of the basic concepts. Um, a few of the different things. But at the same time, some of those things could be done really well. I mean, the 80s is when all like the high school Rat Pack style movies happen. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine Marty McFry going back and then doing like a parody of the Rat Pack movies just by having him in there commenting on it? Like there's some prime material that could be really interesting in Mm -hmm. a Back to the Future movie. And then if you decide that you want to do the same sequel and third movie that, you know, have him travel to the future, we're at least a little better about depicting the future now than we used to be. It might not be any more realistic, but it certainly looks more futuristic. Yeah. Um and just give us our fucking hoverboards for once and then you can still do a western it doesn't really matter because no. westerns are cool Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or have have Biff accidentally travel back with technology into the western and make a <laughs> real like west world oh that's oh, the cool. back future yeah. I would
1: watch mm. I mean and also uh, as I'm sitting here thinking they kind of already did back to the future currently it's a little movie called hot tub time machine
0: that's such a terrible, delightful movie. I, I heard love the it. sequel was awful. Oh the though.
1: sequel was garbage.
0: And, hey, there's another series that did time travel two yeah. in a row and yeah. won't do a third. No, second yeah. one was
1: I wanted to like because I loved the first one. Yeah. But the second one was the second one was not there.
0: Yeah. I'm, I still have high hope for uh, the third Bill and Ted movie, which is apparently really in production. Yeah, they've yeah. been saying that forever, though. No, but um, studio has signed on at this point, far as I Ooh. know. As are the two actors, because they've been the ones pushing it. Script is approved and everything. I think, it th- and they were shopping it around at um, film festivals to try and get uh, a buyer for it. Oh, like, sh- not I mean, like they haven't filmed the movie, but they're trying to get a backer to. to I'll start give the them movie. fifty bucks. <laughs> Just kickstart the damn thing. Yeah. Super it worked for Super Troopers.
1: Yeah, Super Troopers 2 was awful.
0: But they kickstarted it and they're yeah. thinking about kickstarting a third one now. Oh, the second one was so bad though. I'm not gonna watch them. It was so cringy. Well, I heard the second one was basically the same jokes, just not as good. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly so. what it was. Anyway. Back to the future. Pretty sure we've just talked ourselves fully out on that topic. Yeah. Yep. So we'll go we'll like time travel and do it all again next week. This has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. I'm Josh Schaefer. And we will see you next time. Peace.